0: Hi, this is Greg Ficellia. Thank you for tuning in to the Next Big Thinker podcast. Today's episode, I shared in yesterday's episode, I talked a little bit about what I learned from hosting and participating in 79 high-level leadership education seminars. I, ho- I hosted and facilitated these seminars that were taught by some of some of the brightest management and leadership uh, educators, trainers in the business. So what I'm going to do is recap what I learned from each one of these seminars um, over the next 79 days. So, today I wanted to talk about, share with you what I learned from working with Marshall Goldsmith. Marshall Goldsmith was the very first educator that I hosted. Uh, long, no, not a long story, but good story on how that came about. I actually had the opportunity to work with him twice, which was. Uh, Really amazing because that involves not just hosting his seminar, but picking him up at the airport and having dinner with him. And in one case, uh, being there while he coached one of his CEO clients over the phone in the car while I was driving. So that was an experience. So for his session, the seminar was titled. Coaching for Behavioral Change. Is that what it was called? Let me see here. Actually, I forget now. No, the manager is coach promoting high performance. So the key thing I learned is Marshall Goldsmith, the Marshall Goldsmith Group, they have a unique approach to their business. It is a pay-for results. Uh, I guess you would call it a guarantee. But it is it is their executive coaching process. Uh, they will only take on clients who have uh, where the issue is uh, coaching for a behavioral change. Uh, they do not coach for, um, uh, you know, strategic coaching, life planning or organizational change. Uh, They only focus on changing leadership behavior. So part of their pay-for-result is if if the CEO or the coachee doesn't improve and that improvement is measured not by Goldsmith and his team but by the stakeholders uh, that are a part of the process, then he doesn't get paid. So they have a process in place uh, that um, ensures that they get paid. (laughs) And he'll tell you he's not once has he not been paid. So that's not surprising, but given the types of companies that he works with, but what's really insightful about that is that they are getting tremendous results. He'll talk a lot about, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but he mentions his work with his work at Ford and CEO of Ford at the time, Alan Mulally, and how in the process of coaching Alan, not only did he get better, but 200 other people got better and led to incredible uh, performance for the company um so here are a couple of things that i took away from this so first of all before they'll take on a coaching client they have a couple of uh a couple of things they want to uh, make sure uh are agreed to um So let's see here. Let me find. They get an agreement. So they get an agreement with their coaching clients and their managers on two key variables. One, what are the key behaviors that will make the biggest positive change in increased leadership effectiveness? And two, who are the key stakeholders that can determine six to 18 months later if these changes have occurred. So that's who determines whether or not Goldsmith gets paid are the stakeholders that determine six to 18 months later if if the changes that everybody agreed to have taken place. Um... So here's some of the things that they do. So they have a essentially a vetting process before they'll take on a client. A couple of key things. The coaching client and the stakeholders have to agree on one behavior, the one behavior that will that they will focus on that will change that will have the most impact on the business so that's uh, that's the first that's the first criteria Uh, but really when here's how they know when coaching will not work Uh, behavioral coaching will not work if the person doesn't want to change if they've been written off by the company, if they lack business or technical knowledge, if it's the wrong strategy or direction, if there are, are integrity or ethics violations, in which case they should be, Goldsmith feels they should be fired and not coached, or the person is in the wrong job or with the wrong company. If all of those, uh, if if the answers to all of those questions are, are good, then the process is to involve the person in determining desired behavior for this position, involve the person in determining key stakeholders, and then recruit key stakeholders to be part of the change process. Now, in... Um, In this seminar, I actually recorded a video recorded Marshall going through this process. It's a six step coaching for behavioral change process where he goes through everything that I just explained and he walks the stakeholders through how to collect feedback, how to analyze results, uh, how to have the person, the coachee respond to key stakeholders, how to provide ongoing suggestions, follow up. And conduct mini surveys to measure change. So they have a whole process that um, that helps the stakeholders to determine whether or not the changes, the desired behavior change has occurred. So with, with Goldsmith, uh, the other thing that he teaches is that to help others develop you have to you have to develop yourself first and he gives examples of for example Michael Dell who is the many of you pro, those listening probably know who Michael Dell is but he is the CEO of Dell computer and he could he is always, one of the things that makes him successful is, uh what his company has said is that he is always asking for input. What can he do better? How can he improve? And um, CEOs who are open to input and asking for uh, the areas where they can improve, how they can be better are the ones that are leading more, uh, leading successful organizations. Um, Peter Drucker talked about this a little bit. uh, Well, not a little bit, but in in discussing leadership with knowledge workers, Professor Drucker said that the leader of the past was a person who knew how to tell. The leader of the future would be a person who knows how to ask. Well, that's... Uh, when it comes to behavioral change, that asking for input and uh, asking for areas where you can improve is what he is referring to. And leaders like Michael Dell and some others, I, c- I can't think of some of the others, but that's part of their leadership style is that they're uh, known as being open to input for how they can improve, uh, and they work with their leadership team uh, in in that way. So it lifts all of the leaders, and, and of course, lifts the organization. So that's uh, that's what I learned from working with Marshall Goldsmith. I worked with him on two occasions, and basically, he did the same program both times. Um, five years apart. So I'm going to go through these chronologically. So when I get to the next, uh, the second time that I had Marshall, I'll share what I learned from that program as well. But this was the program coaching for behavioral change. So thanks for tuning in and listening. If you uh, like the podcast, please subscribe. Any comments, please submit them through iTunes and I'll be happy to respond to those. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Thanks. Bye.